Hey, this is France. And Judney. And we are the co-hosts of The Key Podcast. We are not here to replace your family or marriage counselors, but simply here to share our experiences with you. Yes, we will be sharing about our relationship, as in friendship, family, or marriage with you guys along the way. So stay with us. And enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Key Podcast. It's your boy Zico. And we want to welcome you guys. It's been such a long time. Super excited to be back. We have an exciting uh, episode for you guys today. And we also got our friend who will be our co-host for the day, uh, for this episode, together here with us, Tisha P. Say, say what's up to the people, Tisha P. Hey guys, it's your first up girl, Tisha P. What's up? So uh, we got something exciting for you guys. I'm so glad you was able to join us today, Tisha. And um, we want to talk to you guys. Of course, we're always focused on relationships. That's what the key podcast is about. Um, But today we're going to specifically talk about marriage, one of our favorite, favorite topics. And um, since we're in the new year, uh, we haven't shot an episode since the end of last year. We, uh, we want to start this episode off with uh, where's the state of marriage in 2019? Um, you know, me, I'm always looking things up, trying to find out certain things. Um, and you look at, I found this, this interesting article. Uh, it's actually written by the Catholic group. Um, and the study shows that marriage as a whole, at least in the United States, is on a decline. And like most people, probably is not shocked. They're like, yeah, of course, who wants to get married in 2018? But what's interesting about it is is that it shows a continual growth in college students, or college graduates, I should say, not just college students, but people who college gradu- uh, co- graduate college. And I was like, man, why is this interesting? Like, why is it increasing among college graduates? It also is increasing in people of older age. So, you know, like, I guess, 80s and whatnot, which is, I I would think, like, why? (laughs) But... uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. You know, maybe there's something that I, I obviously don't get yet. But um, and so then I looked up another site, and it was the Divorce Lawyers for Men website, and uh, I found this pretty funny because it, honestly, it seems like sometimes the the guy gets the short end of the stick, even though he's the usually is the guy that wants or causes the divorce but um something interesting that i found on that site whether regarding certain factors that can determine whether a couple will get divorced or not was you was more likely to get divorced if your parents went through a divorce you fight about money with your spouse you didn't graduate high school you married before age 25 you smoke cigarettes, but your spouse doesn't. 
and you have a friend going through a divorce. Which is pretty interesting, that last one. Company breeds contempt, I'm just saying. But, uh, and then something they say you're less likely to get divorced. So this is a study they, they did and found. And, and they say, um, you're very religious. You have a college degree. You live in a blue state. You have, you have happily married parents. You marry after age 25. You watch romantic movies with your spouse. So with the state of the United States, like where the state of marriage is right now in the United States, is there any hope? <laughs> do, do, do we have any hope here? No. And that's our daughter, Audrey. But um, is there any state or where do we see marriage increasing at all? And so there's, there's two possible paths, I think, you know, we have for mar- for the future of marriage is either it increases because people begin to realize how much they need one another, which is a fact. We need each other, regardless of what you may think or you don't think people, we need each other. Secondly, um, or do- will it decrease because trust becomes less and less common? And right now we're on the path for the latter. Um, where trust is like, trust what? That's why we got all these security companies now that's making all this money. Because we don't even trust our neighbors nowadays, you know? Certain parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So I want to start out the question for you guys. Uh, is it worse now to be married than it was back in the day? Uh, and side note, uh, everyone that's in this discussion right now is married. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Well, I think uh, I was just wondering, like, is it worse now to be married than it was back in the day? Why or why not? At least based on what we seem right, because none of us, you know, I mean, we grew up around, you know what I mean? Like if you have parents, whatever, so, but... It's not like we experienced it ourselves. There's a lot that goes into the whole topic. I just felt like the reasons divorces happen and less likely, like the fact that you watch romantic movies with your spouse, you're less likely to get divorced. I'm like, what? I'm like, where does that come from? Because, you know, like romantic movies are like fairy tales, you know? So I feel like people want a fairy tale and so they dream of being married but then when the reality hits of them becoming married and they didn't realize the work that goes through marriage the continued work the continued growth um and the continued changes that happens in a marriage i just don't think people realize that so that's why a lot of people get divorced um and a lot of people can just fall into lust, I would say. Yeah. Like, you just have this dream, especially from college, like how you were saying, like, um, marriages are increasing statistic-wise, like with college graduates and older people. And I think with college graduates, like, you're going to school, you're like, I'm going for my career, I'm getting that part down, I need a spouse. Mm. Like, that's like... 
the white picket fence family is what college graduates want, you know? So right. they grow up with that. And then when you're in college, you know, you're trying to have fun. You know, you're trying to get your career at the same time. So sometimes you just fall into lust. I think a lot of people fall into lust and not really love and don't really see what goes into um, a marriage. And so that's why a lot of divorces can happen. That's probably why college graduates want to marry more and then with older people they just don't want to die alone so Mm. they're just getting married wanting to travel the world together until it's that time so that's just how i can see those two statistics sorry um work out so yeah i just think i don't know it's so weird with marriage today and how the world views it um they can view it either as a beautiful thing or a thing that they don't even want to step into because they're afraid to commit. Right. You know, I had a, uh, a friend. Uh, I don't know if I consider him a friend. But if you would consider me a friend. But um, <laughs> this guy that I know, um, he he didn't see the... He was like, man, like, nowadays is more popular to to what do they call that just like shack it up right mm-hmm. like where you know we still buy that we do everything that marriage do we just right don't commit to each other right you have the house right together. you have the kid together or kids together you combine your bank accounts like sometimes they don't combine their bank accounts or they have hidden ones on the side because mm. of that lack of trust right right and then everything, everything becomes us against the world. But at the end of the day, you're not truly committed because you didn't make that commitment of marriage. So it's just like a like a door, a doorway out. I feel like people leave there with, and they're scared to get married and don't commit, and they just buy a house together, buy cars together, bank accounts together, or kids but they're not married like it's kind of like hey like you're living the married life already why don't you just do it instead of having that doorway of exit if something happens that's just how I feel like people who aren't married who are doing shacking it up that's just how I can feel like they're thinking I have a doorway out in case anything happens right yeah I agree with that um I think that's like the biggest thing right like just because of the trust, it kind of goes back to the trust thing, um, now that I think about it. But it's like, well, just in case they do me wrong, you know. And, you know, listening to, I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. And he says, it was a long, long time ago, or maybe not that long, maybe last year. I was listening to one specific episode and he was talking about... Like, all these bad things that do happen, that these things that are real, you know, like, this guy, like, guy may have multiple wives, whatever, you know, all these different things, these extreme bad things, in the scale of the population of the United States, just, just looking at the United States, it's about, like, 300 million people, right? Yeah. It doesn't happen that much. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you... You That's don't, crazy. you, if you look at it in the scale, like, yeah, you can look at one specific, oh my God, that happened once over there, it could happen, definitely. 
but um you know those things they're just very rare secondly like just to you know bring the the like what i believe so we i believe in the bible and i and i i believe that it i just believe it you know and so there's it's something very interesting here because the concept of marriage right is from the beginning right and then like in genesis 2 24 it says that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh and then in verse 25 it says adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame and so what's so interesting about that is um it shows that it shows the power of marriage i think like what what can happen when when the, when the man like when verse 23 i didn't read it, it said the man said this is now my bone of my bones and flesh of my ple- my flesh she shall be called woman she before she was taken out of man and um and so it leads into saying to the other stuff but i think it's very important because because yeah marriage is it has its tough moments i don't think marriage in general is tough i think marriage has tough moments which you have to deal with right um i mean i guess you have a choice not to deal with it but then that's i've seen these people have done that and for years something's not dealt with and then and then it leads something to something huge when they're much older you know but um it it creates a rift in their marriage life where they become roommates instead of these partners in in this life um and though and look forgot to say this in the beginning but marriage is not made it's not for everyone right yeah um but marriage is specifically for those who can't be without <laughs> sex so <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> uh, but yeah you know like sex is important in marriage you know like you companion you don't want to be alone whatever it is maybe it's not the sex maybe you just don't want to be alone um but the sex draws whoever like marriage is for these type of people for us you know and um but 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 i just want to mention that because i forgot to say that in the beginning but marriage the bible shows marriage is like man this thing is it's like a sacred bond it's so interesting that the world speaks negative about it which i mean it's not i guess it's not that interesting because the bible says it's important and the world's opposite so it makes sense you know and not everybody thinks like that but most people are starting to think like this and so we have to do something um tish mentioned earlier some of some factors to marriage is not lasting long is like lust you know is mistaken for love security in that person they are with so they just go for it um love the idea of a wedding but the work to stay married is not thought fully through and uh that's Tish was talking about those fairy tale weddings, you know, those fairy tale, uh, uh, movie like Aladdin or whatever. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Well, Aladdin's kind of rough. They start off kind of, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Those everlasting, uh, you know, oh, and they live there happily ever after. That's that's just not life. Like in life, even if you're not married, you go through stuff, you know. So yeah. imagine two of you <laughs> together. Now, it kind of doubles what happened, what you experience. But there's so many more benefits. There's so many more happy moments um, in a marriage. And, there, and 
is so important. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think um, are some of the benefits of marriage, Tisha? Um, I think um, benefits of marriage is um, definitely, let's just put out the obvious, sex. Okay. Yeah. So that's one of the obvious right. ones. Right. Um, so that's only, it's literally like, and I also believe in the Bible. So that's all, like, that's what makes a marriage a marriage, to be right. honest. Is right. sex, um, if you look at the Bible. And so, um, right. so yeah, that's a great benefit. But also, I just think like uh, marriage helps you grow as a person um, to grow to be more selfless. Um, rather than selfish because you have someone else that you have to help and encourage throughout life um, and be there to support. Um, I think marriage helps with um, helps with you building um, even strong relationships with other people because marriage is a commitment. You make those vows on your wedding day and you have to keep those vows because you said I do so do it you know so I just think it built a lot of character, um, being in a marriage and being able to have someone that you, um, can help and that helps you as well. And you just have someone who, who, you know, has your back, um, through it all. Um, I just think like that's personally like the more so benefit for me because I know that my husband helps me daily he's like my spiritual trainer um in a way because like he helps me to become a better person every day um through my attitudes and all Mm -hmm. he still loves me Mm -hmm. um and um and I just I continue to grow to be better because I have him and it's like when you're in a marriage you're meant to complete one another just like uh, Zico shared in Genesis about Adam and Eve like they were meant to complete one another and so there's things that your spouse has that will help you and that's something that you've maybe missed in your character in your life materialistically whatever it is like your spouse has that for you and that spouse is made perfect for you so I just feel like the character training is the best thing about it even though it's tough but I just feel like that's the benefit for me personally right you know and I, I agree with a lot of like all of those things not a lot all of them <laughs> um because uh but I, the biggest one I think for me personally so another disclaimer before I share that I want I was I, was, I don't know if you guys were able to check out our, one of our first episodes but if you haven't where we didn't study uh, the benefits in marriage and how to have a great relationship. No, we didn't go to college for that. Um, but we're married. We've been married for a few years now, and because of the church that we're part of, we get we have these awesome older couples that's been married for years, and we have the Bible, and the combination of those two things in our lives has transformed our marriage and helped us to mature. Um, me and my wife into a place and even for, uh, with Tisha and his her husband um, have helped us to grow a lot quicker and mature a lot faster 
yeah. than most people. And that's only because we decided to actually follow the advice. Even if we were, you know, if we don't follow the advice, we're not going to mature. So it's not like right. we're in some magical thing that, but, um, but what's, what's amazing, um, uh, for me personally, so I want to get that disclaimer, but for me personally is when I accepted that me and my wife were different and that she was strong at, like, I noticed, oh my gosh, she's so much better at the A, B, and C, and I suck at these things. Then my perspective, that perspective helped transform how I came in our marriage and how I, um, how I, I, instead of like, oh, I'm the man and you know, like learning, like where she's strong and, and then teaching where she's not, she's not so strong, you know, and, um, it's really that, that, that for me is one of the greatest benefits of marriage. I, I've grown, my character has grown so much quicker. Yes, I love the, the sex and I love the intimacy. I love the intimacy, like having somebody to hold while watching. You know, I love all that stuff and I, I'm a big physical touch type person. But, uh, but um, and then I love, you know, I love being able to talk to somebody and have the support and all the, all these different um, things. But the the one that impacted me impacts me the most is how much my character has changed so much um in in these years these just these short few years that we've been married like it's it's changed you know and um and so we wanted to come at you cuz like we wanted to do this kind of have this as the setup episode for the series that we're going to start and we call it the five pillars of marriage um and so we're, we're gonna we're gonna over the next few few episodes these are the specific topics we're gonna touch on and um of course you know like you go on our instagram or whatever and if you want to add you want you hey we forgot about this topic then we'll touch on it we'll try to see where, where it best fits under the five pillars and if it doesn't we'll just touch on it randomly and that's the great thing about podcasts right but um but we're gonna we really want to touch on these five pillars of marriage for the next few episodes um that me and my wife will cover and um the first pillar is communication right the biggest one so we kind of started doing the series before and we had touched on communication but um since we're like revamping and we're kind of re-going at this thing we're like you know what let's let's do this over so we're gonna start with communication and um you know because communication is why it's, it's extremely important is better to over communicate than under communicate um there's like things like tone of voice when you're talking and the message matters right and then like something we even just learned recently these are just some small little things to take before you know that we're going to expand on and talk about on that episode but um and then the, the another thing i want to share is commit to 30 minutes of undivided attention if possible um with your wife and that's something i have to get better at i think because we have two kids and then like i could overbook myself for the things i want to do like working out and um reading what else do i like to do those are the two big things i like to do working out <laughs> and read. so i could kind of um and there are good things to do but 30 minutes is not much time and and that's something even I have to get better at. So you guys, I'm learning too. 
but but uh, and that's so that's some of the things to take away um some pointers to take away for now until we expand on that that concept but what's the next one that we're going to talk about um what's the next pillar that we're going to talk about tisha Then we're going to talk about quality time. You're like, man, how can we talk about quality time on a whole up? Like, can that, is that even possible? Yes, yes. it is. Because quality time is the biggest thing that I think um, most couples lose as when they get married. Because when you're not married, right, you're like dating and you, you have that quality time. You want to date. See, you don't live with each other. So you try to make time to see each other if you care for that person, right? But yeah. But quality time is still as important as it was before and after marriage, right? And um, one little practical to take right for right now is plan a date every week or twice a month, if possible. Like whatever, like most of us have some, a lot of marrieds have kids. So it's, every week's probably a little hard and both work full time or one works full time is just a little tough. But even you have to at least twice a month, you know, like give it, if you got kids and plan it out. Like I, we got kids, we got two kids, a boy and a girl. One's in school and one's not in school yet. But um, and so it could, you know, if, I, if we don't plan it out in advance, you know, and things happen, things come up. But if you don't plan it out in advance, it becomes tough because, of course, you got to get a babysitter. And sometimes you'll take the kids on the day, but you don't want to do that every time. You do not want to do that. You need that your time with your, your significant other as much as possible. So that's one of the topics that we're going to be talking about. What's the next topic? Next topic is money talks. Finances, anything financial. That is one of the statistics on what causes divorce is finances. So we need to talk about our money. So it's just definitely important to set a time aside. Um, what I like to do with my husband, I like to have one day out of the week or one day every other week to talk about what's in our bank, what bills do we have to pay, and what else do we need to take care of, and what can we save and put to the side. Let's plan, let's budget, let's do this together. Um, so that's something very important, um, and this goes hand in hand with communication. So um, they'll definitely be talking about that. But if you don't talk about your finances, or if you're not unified on your finances, it definitely is a big hit to your marriage. 
Yes, and the last pillar that we're going to talk about is roles. So roles is like, oh man, you could have like a whole month of just <laughs> daily discussion, man. Like, I mean, because it's such a big thing, like, especially nowadays, because things change over time, right? So the, the roles that was, I guess, uh, constructed are different nowadays because both parties could work. Um, both part, most times both want to work. Um, both can cook or, well, that's actually, that's not everybody because I can't cook. I learned some things since I've been married that my wife's taught me. So that's changing, but you know, but if that, if it wasn't my wife, I wouldn't know. But like, you know, there's just different things. Like maybe the wife doesn't cook now. Maybe the, the husband, you know, th different things that have changed over time but the most important thing some practicals you could take um right now you know as little you know like little snacks before the full episode is first one is understand each other's role with that so that no one will step on the other person's toes and so that's like the biggest thing right because the two biggest things that 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 a guy needs and a woman needs is a guy needs respect and a, a woman needs love and and God needs love too, but we see it as respect. Like love translates translates into respect for us, you know. But um, and this and then the second thing is, um, woman is far better that the job be done poorly by your husband than to be done well by you. Don't come as Zico, guys. Don't come as Zico. Right, right, right. <laughs> do you agree with that one, though? That, that second part, uh, Tisha? As much as it makes me cringe, I do agree with it. Um, because the man is the leader. The man is the head of the house. You can suggest, ladies and wives, um, it's okay to suggest something if you feel like something may be better, but after you suggest it he is the deciding factor and we as wives like our roles um and you can um purchase the book called um created to be his help me that will help you with seeing your roles because especially in today's society women are very independent i'm not submitting submit submit is like a it's like a demeaning word. Um, curse word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically what like a cuss word <laughs> um, to society. And it's like, no, like that's what we're supposed to do. But submitting doesn't, you just got to change your mindset of it. So definitely um, that's a big one as well. Um, roles, especially um, from men and women. Just like Zico said, I mean, Today's society, does a woman cook? Everybody cooks. My husband cooks and I cook. So there's no, oh, I'm only cooking. Thank God, because I hate cooking. But, um, <laughs> but it's just like, you just have to be okay with whatever decision your husband makes. And if it's, some, if it's a poor decision and it shows, that's going to teach him to be and grow and become a better man from that. We are not meant 
to create and mold our men into what they are to naturally grow to be. So their decision and the outcome of it will help them to grow themselves. So you just have to trust that. super dope i also think um something big is um for the men out there for the the women are like what submit all this stuff what are you talking about leader huh but um but i think it's hard for for most women to submit uh when a man doesn't submit straight up and the bible talks about both submitting not just one so the guys that's trying to Take out the scriptures. You see, it says it right here. You got to also look at the next chapter in Ephesians because you're probably looking at Ephesians. And then the chapter right after it tells the, to the wives to submit. Uh, it tells the husband to do the same. It actually tells them to love their wife as Christ loved the church. And most people know what Christ did for the church. He died for it. So, you know, there's that. But we get on to, into, we're going to get into all these exciting topics, um, the next few episodes, um, in this Five Pillars of Marriage series. And um, man, I just, I just want to thank you, Tisha P, for, for joining us, for helping us with this conversation. So glad we're able to finally do this. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys later. <laughs>